Hello and welcome to episode 39 of Optin 101 podcast. We are finally in epi- sorry, we are finally in the year 2024. Right. So this is going to be the very first episode of this year. Should we call it a new season or yeah, we 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 are like we are past that now. <laughs> we are past that now. We will call it a new season when we make a radical change. That's true. Yeah. So it's been a while we recorded our last It episode. has been a while yes I think we can blame some of it on the cold like it's it's horribly cold horribly cold and I have not been well both of us have had sore throats oh, no my mine is just today only okay but I have had yeah so if I sound bitter on this episode if I have a low voice you can blame it on the delhi pollution <laughs> okay yeah. yeah so what are we talking about on this episode couple of different things let's we'll do a recap of last year the good not the bads but the 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 good things which we talked about okay uh, but i think we should keep it at the end of the episode sure okay we will keep it at the end uh, what else are we ha- going to talk about then no motor gp no f1 so let's we'll start with dakar oh yes dakar is happening and like on the day we are recording uh, we are like Second uh, last day. Second last day of Dakar. Uh, not the right day to record, right? Yeah, ideally we should have. By the time this episode would go out, we'll know who has won right. uh, in any of the categories and everything. Right. But today we don't know. Okay, so I am not gonna lie. I've not very actively followed Dakar beyond the social media updates and beyond what Harith Noah is doing. So I hope you have better updates of Dakar. Not really. <laughs> wow. No, but a uh, couple of different things. But yes, uh, Harith Noah. Yes, that's the highlight of this yes. year's Dakar for all of us, all Indians. Yes. His best finish was, I think, eighteen. La, uh, like uh, earlier best finish. Right, was, yes. right, eighteen. But this year, if his last day goes well, he might end up in top ten, which is a big deal. It's it's a very big deal. That. Really, I mean, uh, so I think about a week ago, you texted me saying this this guy has hopes of finishing in top ten this time, right. and I was like, dude, like we are already halfway in the in the race. Seems like an optimistic goal, but apparently not. Apparently not. Like he's been delivering consistently. Right. He became the first guy to be on the podium. Uh, yes. Not podium, like like finish. We'll call it podium, right? Like because in, ra- in ra- and like he won a stage in rally two category. Rally two category. Rally. Uh, I'm talking about like first he came third. Right. Then uh, on uh, stage ninth, I guess he was initially uh, he was on the first position in rally two category. Right. But then he was then he came in third. But yesterday he won. Yes. He came first. And he's right now, I think, leading the rally two category. He is. He is. So let's see. A uh, lot of hopes resting on. Tomorrow, by the time this episode comes out, you'll obviously know what happened. Right. But again, that doesn't stop us from expressing our excitement for how brilliantly he is doing. I mean, he's obviously performed well uh, throughout sure. in the past as well uh, in Dakar Rally. But like again, again, it's it's always great to see him performing at that level. Right. Uh, Another big deal is uh, Hero might win this year. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Might I add because Matthias is not racing this year? Could be. <laughs> but uh, big deal. 
yes very big deal though like they've had the the vehicle like they've had the motorcycle for that throughout right, they've had indian the riders team, for that yeah but indian team winning it would be something again it might you know uh, make the sport bigger in india somehow yes yes that's that's the hope though uh, to be honest like the sport is growing reasonably well like like again we, because of hero and tvs tvs no i'll not give tvs the credit sorry i know they have you know sorry to i might have dropped the f bomb <laughs> no no please do please do we have selected explicit on it <laughs> right yeah but still if if harith gets into top 10 somehow yeah i mean it it is obviously it is obviously the news is quite active but i think with products they are not doing that well but racing they, they at least slacking with products they are absolutely slacking and they really need to do something because like like right now we have got off road friendly products from hero yeah yeah and like there are rumors that a the a new mildly updated expulse might come in which like 10 15 cc more okay yeah uh plus hero in general is putting more effort in like more premium yeah. products so i'm not talking about products i'm just talking about racing no i'm i'm just saying like something has to come back from the racing as well right uh and like previously even though tvs was doing stuff they like as long as they're not rolling out a product they're not serving the masses right. they might create news they might create hopes among people that they can like race off road and like that's something they can pursue but if you're not giving people the product what good is the motivation again your rants ranting no but i'm just we, making we a very rational tangent. yeah we are talking about dakar right <laughs> no <laughs> so, i'm saying like whatever you perform in dakar you come back home you don't have anything to sell to the the consumers so but hero has and hero might actually win yes uh, so let's see let's hope for the best yeah okay what other updates from uh, dakar nasir alatia is out this year oh yeah so he was very pissed with his car it didn't work uh there were mechanical issues he also had some accidents so he's out of the race sebastian loeb is out no he's not he is he he's out today oh okay he's I out know. today he had a failure and like because i remember uh, i think i spotted it on twitter that his crew asked for backup like for his vehicle to be removed from middle of the stage oh okay okay i didn't read the news so out. yeah he's out he's out but they both on the same team and pro drive has been very unreliable right so like but this was after a tumble i believe okay. and like i think a gearbox issue or Could like be. some some kind of mechanical issue only carlos sainz might win it this year yeah so. still racing that audi only yes, right yes yes, yes. that's there yeah. another important uh, i think uh, something we need to talk about is for the it's not the first time actually technically but there has been an electric motorcycle racing yes and by I, an italian company not something we have not really heard about them yes but also like i have questions i'm not sure if you have read more about it ask okay how does the range thing work because like motorcycles cannot have that kind of range in electric and so, like they're talking right so in even motorcycles uh, they refuel right Yeah. In this, uh, they swap batteries. Oh, so this is swappable batteries. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's... Th- this this does not sit well for all my arguments against swappable batteries. But I'm glad there is a uh, there is an electric motorcycle out there racing. How how, how is that team doing? Uh, I think they are out. They had a crash. Oh. And a pretty oh. bad crash. I just saw the video today before coming. Uh, the, the whole chassis broke. Shit, that sounds rough. And like, what was the weight and all like, like compared to? I don't have much information because I couldn't find anything. 
Oh. Uh, I couldn't find anything about the battery, the motors, things like that. Okay. But it's a small Italian company. Uh, but take it bold and like great that this this started. Right. So they even participated in 2022, but they just only raced for 20 kilometers in the prologue, I guess. Yeah, that I think this, uh, they, they came for a showcase. Showcase, yes. Yeah, they came so for this year, at least they fielded a, like, not a team, I will say. There's just one rider riding on motorcycle. Right. That was there. So it's something pretty good. Right. Sadly, Ashish Raurane is out with a very ugly crash and he broke his, I think, collarbone. collarbone. Yeah, yes. very f- second day. Second day, yes. After the prologue, right? Yeah. So, which is like very uh, ugly more so uh, considering he went as a privateer privateer with like obviously he found his sponsors but like it's and not after a couple of years uh, from his first race right yeah yeah I think like it also like because obviously even in the first one I think he put a lot of money like a lot right. of his own money as well to go and compete so it's sad that he uh, like did not get to finish the race and that in his early, second attempt. He had to, yeah. you know, he exactly. Went on that like early. you put all the money, you put all the training, and you like don't even get to like experience the race in full. Like last time, he continued after his crash. Right. Uh, so that's sad. I mean, that would have been nice for uh, like two Indian riders at to least, finish. At least complete. Yes. Uh, yeah. Complete. Yeah. So, but I'm still looking forward to Harith. Yes. Maybe absolutely. Absolutely. Tomorrow would be the last day. Yes, yes. Also, uh, like since we are talking about uh, like off-road riding broadly, uh, I, I want to talk about this Indian Supercross League. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, just like I just wanted to bring it up because uh, they are finally putting together major like uh, Supercross events in India. Right. And in fact, if people are interested in watching, they can just look up uh, tickets on Book My Show. Right. The first one is in Pune, I believe. Yes. And there will be one in Delhi as well. So wherever you are, there are good odds that there will be one event around you. And I can assure you it's going to be a good spectacle because they're obviously getting top tier uh, riders. Right. And we know like the kind of super, super cross events, like like what, uh, like the sheer skill that comes. Quite true. Uh, like together there. In the Delhi event, we both will be there. Obviously. Hopefully. Hopefully, no, if, obviously. If I'm not in the city. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, the, the odds of that are like... If you're in the city, they're obviously yeah, there. Obviously. So, so yeah, I think like we can move on from Dakar. Yes. Cool. What do we move on to then? You tell me. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk about CES a bit? Or do you want to talk about like a couple of other things that happened in like since we recorded the last episode? I think let's keep CES again for the end of the episode. Oh, okay, cool. So, so the very good things that were showcased oh yes so okay I, I want to pick on something that i missed talking about in the last episode okay which is bangalore metro D- didn't we talk about it we did i think so okay like metro okay. and the reduced congestion i think okay if we, we did we like forget cool. about our own episodes what we yes we do we do but again, <laughs> it has been a while yeah but okay. again I'll, I'll, I'll keep reinforcing uh, that public transportation is like whatever we want to talk about mobility on this podcast however much we like cars however much we like motorcycles right. again there is absolutely no replacement for public transit right. cars and motorcycles should not be there to compensate for lack of good public transport they should be there just for pure joy that's right I think we made a trip to Bangalore after we 
recorded our last episode right yeah we did so uh, we need to talk about like bangalore is late in putting together the whole metro system there public like, tra- good public Delhi. transit in general yeah yeah then now it it's a mess right now yeah bangalore so, so uh, sorry I'll, I'll i'll put your pause here and um, apparently the number of buses in bangalore has not grown in the past 8 years oh okay yeah Eight or six, matlab like I remember reading this start in a report. Okay. Which is sad, and like for a city that doesn't have good local system like uh, Mumbai or like good metro system like Delhi. Right, and the population is growing like crazy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and like it, it's expanding in all directions, and yet like not good public transport, which is exactly why uh, there is so much that we hear about. Like, like Twitter is literally full of memes uh, around Bangalore traffic. True. Even though Bombay traffic is worse, it is. But yeah, but uh, it it feels worse. Statistically, Bangalore traffic is worse. Right. Uh, because like a lot of data indicates that the average commute speeds in Bangalore are lower. Okay. Uh, plus, public transportation is broken. But yeah, sorry, you can continue with your point about Bangalore. Yeah, yeah like um, the whole Bangalore was very late in bringing in metro there, and that way Delhi was. Uh, I I think we talked about this as well. We we no we we didn't talk about that on the podcast. We were like having Discussing this conversation it. in general. Right. The Delhi has uh I mean like for all the flaws that the city has. Right. Delhi has stayed ahead of the curve when it comes to like infrastructure for movement. Movement, right? Yeah. Like metro came before time. The the bus network is fairly good. A lot of flyovers, roads, roads are obviously fairly like good, and they came up before. the need was there in in many cases right. uh, last mile can obviously use some improvement right but like overall the system works like because obviously this is a, this is a problem that um, that is dealt by most dense like most of the cities across the world and i feel delhi does a fairly good job of delivering on that front quite true yeah even in some of the most challenging places they did a very absolutely and before time right Absolutely. But Bangalore, we saw it. It still was pretty bad. Kolkata, I also witnessed. It is very bad. <laughs> I'm not aware of Kolkata. I'm gonna take your word for it. But anyway, yes. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, this, like, obviously, we have spoken about this plenty of times. Subscriptions to to sort of block features. Right. Uh, so now Mercedes is already like also doing that. Right. Uh, basically, for their EVs, they are. Unlocking. We we talked about uh, Mercedes subscription for EVs. Yeah, but like now now it's it's a performance related thing. It was it? right. Yeah, yeah. Start with that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So. So what's the news? Right. So the major news is Cybertruck, which also is old news now, but like because there are more out and about. Um, I'm seeing some interesting conversations on Reddit. Okay. Yeah. I I I I was. Um, So I didn't get too much time to go through the reviews and all. Okay, uh, I did because I'm Vela these days. Uh, the thing that caught my attention was the whole uh, feud between, if you call it a feud, between Matt Farah and Jason Gamisa. Oh yes, that that Jason Gamisa came up with a video and Matt Farah immediately, you know, pointed out some things which he didn't agree to, and Jason Gamisa wasn't happy about it. Yes, and rightly so because like Jason Gamisa is like critical of. Stuff in general, like fairly right. balanced. I feel again, like this is very subjective. You can't quantify something like this. Right. And he put out a video which 
seemed fairly uh, positive of what Cybertruck brought in. Right. And like a lot of what he was like, because I watched the whole video, um, a lot of what he was talking about was, and again, Tesla has done that. Like, were factual. At least when I heard his uh, podcast. So what he said was, what I said entire, everything was like factual. They were not like my own, they were not really opinion opinions. Yes. They were like, I was just saying, I was just pointing out the facts. Exactly. And that's exactly what I was coming to, that Tesla, for all the flaws they they may have, uh, they have done a lot of industry first stuff. Right. A lot of it which is possible simply because they don't come with the baggage of a typical uh, auto manufacturer. Mm, And they are also like, I think, trying to sort of make the statement that like, okay, this is how we do things. Right. Right. And that's what they've done. And a lot of that has been done with Cybertruck as well. And like that whole video, um, it simply was that, okay, they have experimented with XYZ and it works. Does it work or not? Like, And it works. Yeah. He came up with tests, I guess. Yeah. Check if they so, were not right. so he was talking about how like the the body is made like so strong and like like the whole exoskeleton kind of thing right uh, plus he spoke about how uh, he could actually drive it around with like fairly well um, on a ca- karting track despite it having a what do you call it steer by wire right like with no no mechanical linkage so they they have they have like done those things right okay yeah plus another thing i would actually go in detail of but uh we'll we'll come late, come to that later so yeah. yeah so like the the video was that so a lot of opinions are now coming out on cyber truck quite true yeah a lot of videos are also surfacing like it struggling on snow snowed out roads and things like that but again jason gamesa immediately comes up with you know explanation why those videos don't make sense because the cyber truck was either not on you know snow tires Things like that. Right. But but also, like, again, like, they're... they're You've seen videos where um, Cybertruck is actually struggling on an incline, yeah. off-road incline. Uh-huh. I mean, more often than not, shit like that is because of uh, poor tires. Right. But also, right out of factory, it does come with uh, those, what do you call them, 80 tires. Right. So, uh, like, it still is, is disappointing, con- considering that... Um, most other pickup trucks can casually do that stuff. There have been videos of uh, it being towed out and all. But we'll, we'll come to the, the nicer parts now. Right. First is 48 volt architecture. Okay. And I, I want to talk about that in, in like as a, as a primary, very central thing to it. Right. So uh, there was this tweet by Jim Farley, who's uh, the CEO of Ford. Ford, yes. And uh, he has like been surprisingly uh, nice about Elon Musk. He okay. doesn't he doesn't tweet a lot on this point or otherwise in general. Like I, I saw two three tweets, tweets like he uh, posted like reposted with some comment. He reposted with some comment uh, a time cover which had Elon Musk um, on the front. Okay, making some comment. And then, okay, when the when the Cybertruck came out, they were, uh, Elon Musk apparently sent out 
So Cybertruck has a 48 volt architecture, right? Against 12 volt, the general against the general 12 volt. <coughs> and when it came out, Elon Musk sent out the the document for the 48 volt architecture to all the auto company CEOs. Right. Like a, a brilliant, cocky power move. Right. Okay, like this is how you should do things. Right. And uh, Jim Farley actually tweeted that they weren't joking. We received the document today, dated December 5. Thanks, Elon Musk. Great for the industry. Right. And this is a point I actually want to talk a bit more about. 48 volt. Why? Right. Do you have anything to start off with? Yeah, 12 volt. Like, it has been there forever, right? Yeah. Like we were discussing, I think, a couple of days back, that... Uh, Cars are much more complicated now. They are much more power hungry than they ever were, right? Right. So the 12 volt architecture doesn't really support it. Yeah. I think 12 volt has been there like since 70s. Uh, I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah it's been I mean, like there eight, for donkeys. 80s car, I, I cars I can remember they still take batteries, like 12 volt batteries. Right. So 80s certainly. Right. But could could obviously go back before. So 70s, um, like could be a safe assumption. Back then cars were carburetor based. Car. Yes, carburetor. Only like the headlights and basically the stereo, they they depended on that. Yeah, and maybe a cabin light, a tiny cabin, cabin, cabin light. light. Yeah, a tiny cabin yeah. light. That's all I can think of. Plus like the brake lights, headlamps. Right. Lights, lights. and What other electronics were there back then? Unless... Uh, Power windows... Power windows yeah. came in uh, really yeah. high-end cars, but yeah, like, I mean, um, like W124 and all, like they, they used to have yeah. uh, power windows, but like this, I'm talking, this we're talking early 90s, but yeah, like 80s, right? That's all, right? Right. Powered seats were not a thing back then. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, same. So okay, I, I I absolutely cannot think of any other thing that I've seen in like cars from 80s and 90s that used to take a power. Telephones. If you remember. Oh, some yes. some but like that, that was absolute top end. <laughs> that was absolute top end. But yes, valid point. Valid right. point. But also not power hungry. Right. right. I'm just saying. Huh? Huh. No, no, but like very, very valid point. Right. But anyway. Huh. But a lot has changed since then. It has. Almost yes. everything uses power now. Right. Yeah. Even a basic car has lighting throughout. Uh, plus a, a very large touch screen. Plus multiple mul- touch screens. Multiple touch screens. Mm-hmm power window is there Displays. obviously and your uh, powered seats. motors powered seats yes powered seats are there right plus obviously audio systems have gotten ridiculously right. power hungry like like you you can comfortably find in a premium car you can comfortably find a 500 600 watt rms um, output from an audio system right that takes up some power that plus obviously like the entire car is practically running on right yeah so, oh, sorry, you want to continue? No, no, go on. Okay. So, okay, the problem is 12 volt, obviously you can run everything, but the problem again is that it is going to draw a lot of current. Like you're going right. to, you're going to power more things. You'll need thicker wires. You'll need more copper going in. You'll, you'll add weight. Right. Plus also a lot of, lot of this stuff can be run efficiently if you run it on, on higher voltage. True. The problem, however, is not as simple as just going from 12 volt to 48 volt. Right. Because? Because Tesla doesn't come with the baggage. Like, it is a major, major, major advantage for a car company. Right. 
they do not have a complicated vehicle hierarchy and their product line was comparatively very small that, that's what i'm saying like yeah, they, yeah. they have they don't they don't have like half a dozen like they don't have a dozen markets with like uh, 40 products across the whole portfolio right. they are working with a handful of vendors and they can control that very tightly right and with that comes the freedom to move system so with cyber and experiment pro- right and right. experiment and also like like this this i mean this is the obvious one like the auto- ask the vendors to change yeah and like the auto industry recognizes that 48 volt architecture is actually a good idea right. the problem is ford like for a ford it is very hard to transition out right they have to keep support for millions of vehicles that are out there right they have to like a, a, a component supplier is supplying for dozens of their vehicles right and you cannot possibly have uh, like one running 48 because parts are shared that's how they right. keep the cost optimized and now we've seen that so many car companies are also you know collaborating they are the the part sharing is pretty crazy pretty crazy even outside of the individual brands right also sorry i'm i'm going to slight take a slight uh, detour if if you can hear dogs howling in the background they are just joining our podcast today <laughs> yeah sorry so so yeah this is a problem the auto industry recognizes uh, this is a problem obviously ford ceo acknowledged very publicly right and he agrees that's a good idea like we don't know if ford is going to do something about it maybe uh, in their electric lineup Right. they can start changing stuff because that feels like a, a fresh direction right uh but yeah but again an important first step taken by tesla important first step taken by tesla oh, we have not said anything negative about tesla or elon musk here uh let's do it <laughs> no no let's not <laughs> let's not but yeah so so cybertruck entry this could be the first episode without talking shit about Uh, Tesla or talking about Ola. Yes, yes. I'm I'm not going go <laughs> to I I don't think I have, we have anything about Ola this. No, so okay, today there has been a new Ola move OS announced. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I have not I've not had the chance to to actually read too much about it. I just okay. uh, watched some influencers uh posting about it which obviously is something you immediately tune out. Right. Because you know they they're just going to say nice stuff and all, right? Yeah. but lot of videos of ola is, is scooters coming out uh, with people just like riding them around recklessly and the, the, that we have talked about ha but like that's the thing with electric vehicles in general you right. get so much torque you get so much talk with rest of it not keeping up like rest of it being uh, like belonging to the budget segment they belong in right and which which doesn't which doesn't go well um but yeah cyber truck Uh I think the steer by wire is also something pretty big the, important it is which other company did steer by wire Lexus did Lexus showcased they said that they'll move in that direction right Mercedes yeah. also did they did Mercedes did and Mercedes very clearly another, another prototype thing. I guess not, not prototype yes prototype yeah. yeah I think there have been cars uh which have showcased um, companies which have showcased Uh, or introduced i mean i don't know i don't remember yeah but like th- this is the first one with like a full fledged steer by right, wire right right in a production vehicle out there right. which people are using in out and about and like if we go by uh, what jason kamesa has to say it is pretty good right it is pretty good so they have done it finally yeah. they have done it there is a lot of stuff that that feels like 
ridiculous about it as well which like you you can actually go like if you want to dig more into uh, cyber truck you can go watch jason kamisa's video right. video and for uh, some more you can watch mkbhd's video okay both of these actually cover the vehicle in its entirety okay yeah i think we can move on very safely to yeah. to mercedes okay yeah and driverless okay so this this is We're still in the tesla territory then <laughs> no 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 <laughs> okay yeah. okay uh, so in california and in arizona i mean mercedes wanted to do it everywhere but apparently these are the two states that will allow it when the car is being driven by the car uh, it will display blue light outside okay interesting interesting yes and feels like it okay makes sense but also like why that's what i'm trying to right. understand what are the actual benefits of that right? yeah like if you are a motorcyclist on the road or if you are a car driver on the road do you really care if a car is being driven by a driver or if a car is being driven by a computer if as long i might care but i should not right 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 that that's what like you might care as an enthusiast or as someone who doesn't trust the systems fully yet yeah but like mercedes doing it like what what can be the idea behind it that's what i'm trying to understand right i i cannot come up with any like very clear benefit of it but i think the company came up with something like the reason did they yeah i mean and, and like obviously we we had this discussion right. before like before we recorded this podcast we had this discussion and both of us were like okay this is okay this is like a good a to good have gimmick thing. to have right it not does, it's not it, it doesn't not even want even call it a gimmick as like this is a good to have thing but it's like it's not needed then it is a gimmick right yeah okay fair enough well uh, fair enough मतलब फेयर पॉइंट फेयर पॉइंट बट ओके द कंपनी सेज द ऑब्जेक्टिव इज सो जैसे मर्सिडीज हैज दैट फीचर वेयर लाइक बिलो स्पीड ऑफ फोर्टी और फिफ्टी माइल्स पर आर इन यूर इन ट्रैफिक एंड ऑल यू कैन पुट इट इन ऑटो ड्राइव दे आर सिंपली ट्राइंग टू नॉट इंड्यूस पैनिक अमंग अदर ड्राइवर्स इफ दे सी द मर्सिडीज ड्राइवर डिस्ट्रैक्टेड ओके या लाइक if you are in the car and if you say looking around looking outside yeah looking at the smartphone yeah so they they do not want other drivers to feel worried that this Panic, particular yeah. driver is is not uh, paying attention yeah. paying attention or like focusing on the driving that because, makes sense yeah and actually like i i did not think of this yeah. and this this actually makes sense right but it's also uh, think of it this way it's also a marketing feature right then you're actually publicizing that this car has driverless feature and the the owner is actually using it right now yeah that's true that's true because i'm i'm pretty sure at some point some, like in the ja- in, in a traffic jam someone must be cursing their luck while they would see a mercedes driver sitting next to them yeah. chilling and they'll they'll know okay okay like right now the car is driving right if if i had that car i could have been doing that i could have been chatting comfortably with my right. partner sitting next to me i think it's more of a advertising and marketing feature it it is it absolutely is you you have hit uh, an absolutely spot on point yeah okay uh, because in in a traffic I, i would totally be jealous of a of a person sitting next to me if they are just like chilling and like texting and like singing along to music at the top of their voice <laughs> yeah. yes i mean i do that in traffic jams yeah <laughs> 
so so yeah this 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 makes a lot of sense this right. makes a lot of sense wow suddenly like a span of a minute we went from what doesn't make sense to it makes a lot of sense <laughs> very nice very nice now we jump on to ces okay we are there we are there yes we are there we are we are ha- like halfway in the episode already okay yeah we just don't realize yeah so i think we have already said this that ces has gone from being uh, a sh- a uh, consumer like, expo for electronics to being a lot more about cars now yeah and oddly uh, like the the motor shows have turned into the other direction yeah a lot of actually uh, a lot of car companies are now pulling out of motor shows they are in india and globally i think stellantis said they are not going to participate in major uh, car shows this year I mean, maybe. I, I, I read the news a couple of weeks back. Possible, like whether it's Atlantis or like whether anyone else. But it also, like I, I understand where they're coming from because they put a lot of money into these shows. Right. And anything new they roll out gets drowned in a noise of so much new innovation that is showcased. Right. And I feel at some point they don't see the ROI there. That's like because okay, similar arguments were made for Auto Expo in India, if you remember. Right. because like the cost runs in crores right and like for a royal enfield or like for i think even bajaj pulled out of it right right and for them to put together a a, a consumer event or like say uh, royal enfield of that rider mania which they right. renamed to what motor soul motor soul yeah motor soul yeah i'm just saying like if they have to spend money they'll spend they might as well do it they they the, do it on in motor soul and they would do it probably in hosting rider events in multiple right. cities right rather than going to an auto expo and having their share space with other companies and get drowned in the share noise, space yeah. is also fine like share the news cycles with other companies right, right, right. yeah that's what that, i mean that's yeah. where uh, i think the the roi starts diminishing right so i totally see why companies will pull out in fact tech companies are pulling out of ces Mm. A lot of tech companies are not showing up at CES. Apple doesn't show up at CES anymore. Right, right. So that's that's interesting. But anyway, so CES is basically more or less now becoming more about cars. <laughs> it's, a, it's an entire catchy too. Like everything <laughs> is happening at CES. So yes, uh, I'll, I'll start with the tech company. Okay. Google. Okay. So Google has now announced some new updates, and they put I think a, a Polestar three. Polestar three is out, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, Polestar three and uh, Mark E on Sorry, this. Sorry, I don't understand. But I found something else. Do you want to know what Google? Polestar? Hey Google, stop. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So I mentioned Google so many times that my Google Home decided uh, it also wants to join the podcast. So on this episode, we have had uh, participation by my fridge, participation by the neighborhood dogs, and participation by my Google Home. So we actually introduced this, some radical changes. Yeah. So this is a five people podcast guests. now. Yeah, five <laughs> people podcast now. So uh, what they have done, I'll, I'll not say the name again, uh, out of the fear of waking up the home again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the one who should not be named uh, rolled out a new Android Auto feature for EVs, in which, uh, if the integration allows, Android Auto will know how much the the range is. Right. And real time range. Yeah, real time range. Plus, they'll also have information about the charge times. The plus the the charging information. Yeah, that's how. it will benefit right yeah so uh, like you'll know how much charge you'll arrive at your destination with plus if you need to route charging better. stations yeah. better seeming routes. seemingly trivial thing 
but i'm sure this will improve the the user experience and like quite a bit yes quite a bit otherwise people would have to plan out their shit themselves right so this feels like a feels like a a major development a good update yeah huh. so that's that and uh what else i think uh, we all saw this uh clip on instagram where will i am the musician entrepreneur <laughs> innovator yes uh driving Con men oh sorry <laughs> wasn't supposed to say that out loud yes. you 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 know anyway <laughs> so driving a mercedes and basically the way he drives whenever he turns accelerates brakes and there's a soundtrack responding to it do you see that i did i did yes uh I, so it it immediately reminded me of what Bentley announced a while ago. You remember, right? I think we talked about it. We we spoke about that on the podcast, yes. yes. And it immediately reminded me of that. I mean, like, but this was because it was a live demo. Live demo. Yes. Obviously, more impressive than like Bentley just sending just a press release. Talking about it and huh. not actually showcasing it. Huh. But also, like again, very impressive without a doubt. right uh, but again this is just a prototype but also there are so many uh, like ai tools out there right now including one by google right which you can use to describe music right and get it right so now it doesn't seem as impressive as impressive yes quite true huh. but i was just trying to think like uh, is it really a gimmick or something pretty cool Uh, what do you think okay for me it's absolutely a gimmick because i don't think i've ever driven my car without music playing right and when i say music playing like the music i love right like not some arbitrary generic elevator music which this is going to generate like you're not going to give get me Uh, uh, a sort of a uh, Eddie Vedder or a or a Van Halen there, right? right. <laughs> so it could be, you don't know. No, no, but again, you're not gonna create like because th- this is creating music on right, the go. Right, but ha, right. uh, it's not gonna be elevator music. It could be you can. No, no, but it can. It, it, can, it can be very interesting. It can be interesting. Like it can be like okay, a video game music. Right. So interesting that you uh, thought of it that way, but uh, let's. Uh, I'll let, let me hypothetically tell you no you did not let me finish okay huh. i'm on. just saying like but i have seen a lot of people who do not really put uh, like music as much in their car okay huh. they they just have something playing like they they just have some dead noise playing anyway okay so for them i feel like this is a major uh, right like major add on i think uh, it could be a very good substitute for the uh, you know the fake noise added in evs yeah. what do you think true 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 i agree but that's what i'm in saying in that like. case like if you're not listening to music right yeah. so the, we have seen i have i've drove the taycan and all they have that soundtrack right but i think this would be more believable like they don't sound very believable they're like very fake and yeah. a lot of people are irritated by like i don't want to listen to that right either just shut up or they don't give me anything fake noises okay yeah. somehow I mean, in that <coughs> scenario this kind of makes sense this kind of makes a, sense could be a good substitute it is but obviously like music preferences are also there and i think they have to like like 
I'm saying what they'll be serving has to be either either tailored to the driver or it has to be the most vanilla possible stuff. But it could be tailored, right? We have seen that AI-powered tools have become very... Could be, could be tailored, yes. Could be tailored. But they like can actually read into your music taste by, you know, you can do that. I, I agree. But also what I'm saying is that when I'm playing music in my car, I've got a different playlist when I'm driving alone. I've got a yeah, this cannot substitute your music. It cannot. Ah, it cannot. So that's what I'm saying. Like this has to be... So the, the, the higher odds are, it will be vanilla. Right. Like vanilla in the sense it will be like generic mass appeal. We do not know what it could be. Yeah. Like it's still a prototype. I'm just saying the use cases of it. No, right? no, I, 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 I absolutely I think agree with the use otherwise, cases. Otherwise, like, if you have a, that. like if you have a V8 car, right? Uh, I won't want to listen to this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> only in the case of EVs, I think the, it. This like, is yeah. The this fake is noise. targeting EVs only. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is true. That is but true. interesting. Yeah, and they, they showcased a prototype. It yeah. was also pretty good. Mm. But I didn't want Vilayam to show it. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> we know what he has done before. Fair enough. Fair enough. But also, like, if you want to try out something like this, there is um, Google uh, LM, okay. which which is basically you describe and you can create oh, music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that's actually like like if you're into music at all, that's absolutely worth trying. Even if you're a, like a video editor. Yeah, it yeah. is absolutely worth trying. You can literally describe the video you are creating and it, it is going to give you an, an appropriate music, music for that. Right. And you try that and it immediately makes you feel like, like it immediately makes Bentley and even Mercedes feel like laggards. Right. Yeah. Because like, like if that's available to a consumer, right. like just, just like that, just with a, with a laptop. Right. So like like the magnitude is uh, like magnitude of where ai has reached and like what is even accessible to public already right is very high and like at that point brands like this the, efforts seems to be like not that not yeah. that impressive, impressive yes yeah. i mean it is it is impressive i'm not i'm not trying to dismiss but the it doesn't work that, seem I mean, huh, that's what i'm saying huh, the, per, the perception yeah. is somehow the know, leap is not that high the leap is not that high like it, it doesn't take away anything from what has been accomplished here how much how good it is right. but the leap from what is available to an average consumer to this is not very high right that's that's all i'm trying to say right what else i think ces we get to see a lot of you know these concepts of flying car every year <laughs> and somehow hyundai I think at one point even Uber jumped uh, into onto the oh, yes. wagon. Uber, Uber jumped into back. flying cars and all of that. Hyundai, shit. I think they, they, they were just trying to raise funds. I think <laughs> with all other companies, uh, yeah. Hyundai. I think for the second year they again showcase something, right? A plane, yes, a VTOL type uh, plane right. thingy. There was another Chinese company, uh, electric car manufacturer, and it has its own uh, arm for electric flying cars or something like that they showcase two two different uh prototypes one prototype was basically a car in in which from which you know rotors come out and it flies off right okay anyway uh, not very believable but there was another very interesting concept which basically looks like a van which has six wheels six by six mm-hmm. and uh, in which there is basically a module from which flies off from the van. Okay. Which turns into like a it's helicopter. Like a drone into it. A drone. A helicopter basically. Oh, with, okay. With just one rotor. Okay. And uh, one rotor or something like that. 
and uh, it just just you know detaches from the van and flies off okay the company is very optimistic i the, the concept sounded pretty good but the com- company is very optimistic saying that we might actually bring it to the market by the end of this year oh, which is funny that's bold <laughs> that's very bold but the concept was pretty pretty nice yeah. but sorry uh, since you mentioned hunde um like there were a lot of videos going around with like hunde's uh, ionic uh, going around in circles with like uh, side by side parking and like that kind of thing the, the the shit that we saw with g wagon right right so like turning in the same place with all uh, oh okay i get it yeah, yeah so yeah. like a lot of videos posted by verge and all showcase that i mean oh, okay. nothing 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 new as such but i think mercedes pulled off a similar stunt recently in las vegas like they, three they cars did. three cars going around in circles yeah, yeah, so yeah. someone sent me a video this morning only okay they were like how good it is it is going to be it's like no. you you are forgetting that it is going to eat up the tires <laughs> it is only for dirt right <laughs> on on the road it is going to eat up the tires quite true yeah, if you're going to do a tank turn right with road tires but yeah that's exactly what hyundai was also showcasing that it can crab walk and it can side walk and mercedes showcasing that bounce feature in the g yeah. <laughs> wagon <laughs> they actually launched a car in india the the gl i know gls or gle i forgot i went to that launch event <laughs> it's, it's it's funny when brands like absolutely concede to to uh, i i would say entertainment of of like like how you would entertain a, a kid right uh, it's, it's funny but was, it, it felt like i was watching pim my right <laughs> <laughs> yes anyway. yes uh, but hunde uh, like let's let's move to the side a bit okay. kia um, showcase some vans which is not as interesting but uh, the, the major messaging was because these vans are fairly radical looking right uh, I, i i i'm not sure how i can describe it uh, in an audio podcast so you should futuristic looking yeah mm-hmm. uh, but like the major messaging again was that like we are not bound by uh, engine placement and shit and now you'll see what we are capable of in terms of design that was the simple message that they were trying to send and like the sort of reinforce that right so that was that but you've talked about it right with electric motors and everything you know the, all of a sudden the design possibilities they they go up. up yeah they they go up yes uh by the way another like slight because we were talking about mercedes they also have rolled out a, a assistant okay yeah, like like you say hey google similar way you can say hey mercedes don't say hey go don't don't say oh shit <laughs> oh it, it is listening already <laughs> could, anyway. could could not pick anything this time okay yeah i did i it for, for totally forgot but yeah so mercedes is rolling out its own uh, assistant now Okay. That I think is about it from CES. One major one okay I missed which is which is Volkswagen. Okay. Uh so Volkswagen is now putting chat GPT hmm. because obviously everything has to get chat GPT. Right. <laughs> so Volkswagen is putting chat GPT inside its car. So it's going to write my articles now. <laughs> Dude, you don't have to say that out loud and like, like just, <laughs> just kill your own driving a Polo, which will write my articles. <laughs> yeah. 
so so uh, at at first even i laughed ki like why why does uh, why is the golf getting chat gpt features okay but this actually makes a lot of sense and and this feels like like the 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 final point for voice commands in cars okay explain okay uh like even the google assistant and all that we engage with or like alexa there are certain commands that you have to use still right like you still have to remember how to like interact like, with that tool right? yeah there are like like if you want to play a certain track there are like two three different ways you can say it but that's about it right but with like uh with a with a very uh high tier like a chat gpt like llm tool right you have a lot more freedom right like it it is uh, gonna be a gonna do a much better job at understanding what you're trying to say okay and that's where it it is gonna improve your voice commands massively like you can give instructions however you feel okay right and it is gonna do that like okay i'm feeling chilly like or or like do you need to turn off to turn on the heater or like how what i'm saying is ki uh, uh, the conversation uh, it is going it to be a proper normal. conversation like yes. more organic right yes yes okay. and you won't have to remember voice commands you won't have to right. say it won't be more robotic way. it would be yes. more organic right okay. yes because it happens interesting it happens very often even something as basic as setting alarm like i i use voice commands to set alarms at times and i know uh, like i've experimented around with phraser and it fucks right. up right but that won't be the case with this integration interesting so it's going to come to golf and passat and all plus their id line of vehicles and this this is this is actually i like, think this is for more, more for id vehicles like no it's going to come into the mainstream with all like golf right. golf and passat are also getting it so it is mainstream right yeah but that's what i'm saying like my my initial uh, response to it was laughter but i think this is the most sensible announcement to come out of ces oh okay yeah because this this is exactly how voice control should have been in the first place right and i think now we can this safely is... move on from ces yeah what should we talk about i think the mm-hmm. major things that happened last year yes we were doing a quick repack re- re- repack you know we are going we're going to do a quick <laughs> recap <laughs> anyway yes yeah so i i think you should pick this up I think uh, okay what was the best I think uh, how should I frame the sentence uh, the most notable thing that happened last year Moto GP yeah <laughs> <laughs> So yes Moto GP in India we got to witness it yes we got to watch it live after like questioning until 2 days ago whether it is going to happen or yes. not we we did like visit the track watched it live It was fairly good. It was very good, yes. And the organizers did a fairly good job. Yeah, we we ranted about it. We ranted gonna, about it. Yeah, yeah, we ranted good. about it. Overall, uh, we are excited that it's going to happen this year as well. Yes, yes. I'm not going to wa- like buy tickets early this time. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, there's also sad, tiny little sad news that uh, Formula E is not happening this Formula year. Formula E is not happening because of a political shit show. Yeah. Uh, let's not get too much into the details of that but it it's was, not happening yeah but it, it was supposed to around. happen in uh, february and it is not happening which is is not obviously not, not good for the motorsport scene in india right um 
But anyway, mo- moving on. MotoGP, I think. Like, MotoGP, was, yeah. We can, we can, both of us can agree this was the top highlight the for highlight. us last year. Yeah. Like, the absolute best thing that we discussed on this podcast last year. Right. Yeah. So, now it's and all also, downhill. Okay, uh, okay, did you come across this news that uh, there might be a new track uh, which might come up in Gujarat? And oh, that's bullshit. Uh, like, uh, it, it is being hyped up. A I know lot it has more. been hyped up a lot, huh. but news, we need to talk about it. Like, it it went around. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so the news has been going around that a new Formula 1 facility is going to be made in the gift city near Ahmedabad. Right. Um, in reality, what has been commissioned so far is a feasibility study. Right. So, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Let's be honest. But if MotoGP, we have talked about it, like if MotoGP somehow does a good job, then Formula One might actually, you know, come back to India. Maybe, maybe. Let's, but, let's uh, hope for it. Yeah, but like Formula One already has uh, too many The calendar options. is packed, right? Calendar is packed, too many options, plus like a very US primary focus now. Quite true. Um, so all of that is happening and like India doesn't bring that much money, but like it could also be long-term focus. Right. We don't know. We don't know what that's going to uh, look like. Let, let's not speculate there. Right. Okay, other than that, I think the whole sub-500cc motorcycle segment all of a sudden, you know, is the center of focus. I won't say all of a sudden. All of a sudden, yes. I I mean, so Duke 390 was the motorcycle which created the segment. I mean, obviously, we had Classic 350 and all of them. I don't know. We are not counting Classic Like, Yeah, right. That's bullshit. So, but Duke 390, especially in India, was the motorcycle which created the whole segment, right? Okay. And then came R3. Yes. Other motorcycles like Ninja that. 300, Ninja 300, Ninja 400. But, even then very recently, the options were... Uh, even BMW Domino, GS310. GS310. TVS Apache RR310. Right. Same Bajaj Dominar. Dominar. But uh, still... Adventure 390. Again, the same motorcycle with different you know, clothes on. RC390. <laughs> but somehow there were very limited options. You felt like that, right? And still everything was benchmarked against the Duke 390, RC390, Adventure 390, things like that. Yes. Now we have more options. And this 2023 year was the year where, you know, this whole segment came alive so with the uh you know the 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 entry of triumph and harley harley is not i don't know if they're selling well or not but there's no i think they're doing reasonably well okay i don't know plus okay also uh, a hero spin-off is coming out of that hero maverick, maverick right yeah, which is like sort of a power cruiser street fighter kind of motorcycle right. again it's gonna be that same harley with different clothes on yeah which is good like again, but, good. again yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah. saying anything else yeah. but uh the whole segment is now very int- looks very interesting Seeing a lot more interest like uh, i mean like so uh, i'm gonna name two names after this you know what i'm gonna talk about right but uh <laughs> let's right now talk about triumph and harley yeah so Triumph, obviously, like for both of these brands, this is an entirely new direction because like when even when Harley decided to do cheap, like they did Street 750, right. there was a Street 500 as well, right? Right. Yeah, but it never came to India. It also collaborated with our Chinese motorcycle manufacturer. But did it ever come Yeah, out? it is in China. 
अच्छा इट इज सेलिंग इट राइट ओके या बट लाइक अगेन दे दे अंडरस्टैंड दैट दे दे कैन नॉट पॉसिबली कीप सिटिंग ऑन अ ऑन अ वेरी हाई प्राइस बैंड एंड लाइक स्किप दिस होल सेगमेंट बिकॉज दिस सेगमेंट अट्रैक्ट्स a lot of upgrading buyers at least in india in and india. a lot of returning buyers globally indian you know other other you know developing countries yeah and like a lot of returning buyers globally right. like people love this segment like you look at reviewers from um, europe and us and they love the duke 390 they love the gs310 right they love this segment of all like the the ninja 400 and all of that right so obviously they they are well aware that they cannot ignore this segment which is why my statement about ke it has not like received attention just now it has just received products now and that's what i'm saying yeah. the attention was there always i think for almost a decade right uh, like the mo- the moment duke 390 and uh, these Uh, what i'm saying is this segment is all of a sudden come alive come alive, so many yes, yes. you know participants in it true true very true so for triumph again with bajaj that's a major step for them and i think they are like selling reasonable numbers mm, right uh, we are already starting to see them the on pricing the pricing was so good that we price, knew that yeah i mean it was we're going to see a lot of motorcycles yeah. i have i am i've just seen two harleys but i've seen so many triumphs 400 I think part of it also has to do with the fact that Triumph in general has a better positioning. Plus, also on paper, Triumph makes for a much better value. Yes, yeah, that's, that's and what. in general in India we are like a sucker for value. I don't know how it is gonna be like in other markets, right. but here like we very much buy from spec sheet and then regret. Quite true. <laughs> I mean, it's fairly common. Like, and I, I, this also. Think of it this way: like Harley, we generally associate with big motorcycles with massive engines. Triumph somehow, at least in India, does not have that you know baggage. The Triumph does not have that baggage because they worked hard for it. They created all the other segments. Right. Like they have a Bonneville and they have a Thunderbird and they have a Street Triple in the middle, okay. and like and a Tiger and all thrown in between. So right. they are doing the whole spectrum. So you you don't associate. And it still them. doesn't have that kind of legacy in India. Not legacy. It, the name. Triumph is still not as uh, popular a brand in India as Harley or some something like Ducati is. Yeah, I think Harley has had favors. Similar, similar the case. If if Ducati came up with a 300 cc motorcycle, it will not. It might actually, but still, you know. I I Triumph, see. I see your point. Yeah, I see yeah. your point. Triumph people still don't associate with like in India. I'm saying right. with very high power motorcycles and all. Hmm. But anyway. Uh, now I'm going to talk about the two very interesting, very appealing motorcycles that also entered in this segment and It's also entered our list for next potential next purchase. Yeah, true. Yeah. So Himalayan 450 and uh, Aprilia 457, if I'm getting it right, RS. Yes. So. Yeah. Go on. Okay, Himalayan. I'm very much interested in. Aprilia. Aprilia I'm, I'm also very much, very much interested. Both of us, right? Yeah. So, uh, like, I I think since I sold my R15, at least this time we are not going to get the same motorcycles. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I think since I sold my R15, you know, I've been like stuck on the fact that like, dude, dude, I need to get a sports bike again. Right. Because. Again, Duke three ninety is brilliant, fun, but uh, a sport bike posture, and like like in general the handling and everything like like that's just 
desirable right and i wanted a sport bike again for a very long time and like with the pricing and everything and like with aprilia name and like it looks beautiful it it feels like uh, a good potential next purchase right. but also on the other hand himalayan 450 that feels like the motorcycle that you need to have for everything right for everything everything yeah like for touring and like for commuting and everything himalayan 450 adventure seems, riding everything yeah like like for like trail riding it somehow like, feels uh, we have talked about it right the natural upgrade from expulse it it feels like a larger expulse which yeah. can go on highways as well and uh, we both have not ridden it as of yet but all of our friends who have ridden it they have been praising about the suspension they have yes not the engine so much yeah engine so okay i think the expectations from royal enfield engine are for like a low end torque right uh, which is not as much the case here because i think they have gone up with the compression ratio and all right they they're trying a different direction more power with the similar capacity right so that's obviously the case so people are comparing it to the last himalayan which is like it's not a fair comparison it's not a fair comparison yes yeah. it is yeah. but uh, still the engine i let's ride it someday and we'll we'll come up with our own opinions on it yeah. but uh, the suspension everybody is has been praising have been praising and let's it's yeah. it's pretty good and it's one motorcycle like you said it can do everything like touring you can do it trails yeah because again like the the idea like you, you know i wanted to buy a large adb for a long time yeah uh, i don't think that has been the case for you but i i wanted mm-hmm. a large adb partly because i, I like I, i feel my size fits comfortably on a large adb right. uh, but also in general i have a slightly more bias towards off road than you do yeah um, which is true so i i wanted a large adb but what keeps me uh, away apart from the lack of money Uh, is how inaccessible they are and i don't see i don't mean inaccessible in terms of money but also you can't really do a lot of stuff like i i want to have a motorcycle that i'm comfortable dropping right anything more than that and i'm not okay with it right. like both of the motorcycles that we own right now like you, you'll not cry about it if you f- drop it right. and you'll you'll very easily be able to find replacement parts you'll even be fine fixing some shit yourself both both of them suit our pockets right suit our pocket like it's not just about pockets like even people and like you know people around us who have like multiple times more money than us right they're not comfortable dropping a tiger or a gs right simply because you know any drop is gonna put you out of riding for 3 months that's true not because of the money money is hardly the, a factor the parts, there the availability uh-huh. of parts and serviceability and yeah. also like after a ugly tumble a, a bill of 60 70000 just for minor right. uh, foot pegs and shit like that still hurts you irrespective of the money you make right uh, after like the, the motorcycle is collecting dust like nobody likes their motorcycle collecting dust in the workshop right right and that's where i feel himalayan fills fits in beautifully as like a a, a duke's 90 kind of highway ability not not that level but like similar but you already have adventure 390 for that but like that's what i'm saying adventure 390 is not as off road friendly right as a himalayan with like spoke wheels and like 21 inch front and right. it's it's going to be right. adventure 390 is still very much a touring bike it's not as much a off road friendly bike hmm So yeah, so these two are the interesting ones, and in all likelihood, I think twenty twenty four 
uh, we'll yeah. have one more motorcycle and uh, we also need to talk about that uh, adventure 390 the the off road prototype which oh yes spy oh, shots we saw right oh, yes, it's, it's going to make that segment even more interesting right okay so uh, the new duke 90 i don't know we have spoken about that uh, no, on the podcast we have not even no. written it as of yet so yeah. yeah but like that's that's gone like a slightly larger engine and like better electronics things like that more features a lot of stuff and based on that is coming ever. a new adventure uh, 390 390 yes yeah which looks more off road friendly but i think it's still a while away it is i think it's going to be launched after the rc new rc 390 uh, but it has a bigger 21 inch wheel more off road ability yeah and it looks looks very much like a like a uh, going in a darker kind of direction right, in terms right. of styling i i loved it so it's yeah, going to be very interesting yeah. and aprilia obviously yeah let's hopefully we have to ride it pretty soon and if we do i think it's going to be pretty interesting yeah i i, I have like very high uh, hopes that you'll you'll end up buying the aprilia and i'll end up buying the himalayan that's what i'm saying like and, at least this time we should and, not <laughs> yeah get the same motorcycle yeah because already two of our, two of our motorcycles are exactly the same in exactly the same colors <laughs> right. i think that this one is going to change right um what else so i i think not uh, as much i mean there is stuff where, but it's not as exciting as like, you should not have started with the motorcycle conversations because now before the other stuff because like it, it's all downhill from here <laughs> okay. it's all downhill so i'm just going to quickly wrap that um one major highlight which may not seem like that big a thing but is is going to uh, be a major deal in the long run was the uber crash verdict right where the backup driver was found guilty like like uh, like sort of accepted the guilt and or was made the scapegoat i mean however yeah. you want to put it yeah um in all likelihood that yes so that's one because it's going to set the the sort of precedent for for future future yes and the other is eu finally uh, getting onto data collection in cars which i feel is more important than ever right uh, we were speaking about this exactly 4 years ago <laughs> yes when we started this podcast and i'm glad there is actually something happening about it because it it was long overdue it was very right. long overdue right like i mean even if we as nobodies were bothered it. by it right, right. yeah so it was something that that needed attention and i'm glad something is going to happen now Yes, and that's it. That's it. I think let's let's not drag this episode any further. Right. This has been a good episode, fairly packed. Fairly packed, yes. Fairly packed. I think with the with the next episode, uh, I I hope we don't delay it as much that we have Formula One updates as well. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll be able to talk about testing, MotoGP testing, and F1, which is going to happen. Yes, yes. McLaren, by the way, has showcased their livery. Uh, <laughs> I saw some very funny memes around it. <laughs> yeah, so to be honest, I I the, the I, I don't like it as much. Like the last year one uh, looked more cheerful like with blue and all thrown in between. Right. This one looks like just orange thrown on some carbon fiber. Right. But okay, yeah, I understand they're trying to save weight there as well. Another tangent. Another tangent. Let's right. not go there. Uh again, let's close this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, and that's about it the next episode pretty soon and some radical changes 
over the season this year no oh, let's 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 hope for that let's hope for that by the way i'm all, i'm also working on another uh, sort of a video podcast series uh, i haven't even started with it no i've, I've started with the homework i've, I've already <laughs> done more work than you put in this podcast like i've already done more work on it than you put in this podcast in the past 4 years how long were you waiting to say that <laughs> for weeks for weeks dude <laughs> Okay. You you never do your homework for this podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, yeah. So, I agree to it. So yeah, so I think at some point I'm gonna start spamming that as well in the in the links to to the description. But anyway, this is about it for now. Thank you very much for listening. If you like whatever shit we talk about here, please consider sharing it with a friend because that helps us get like at least an additional uh, listen. Right. And bye bye.